Welcome to the Smart Debt Relief Podcast. Hey podcast, Chris Cup, Smart Debt Relief. In today's podcast, we're going to go over transparency. Uh, this is the audio from one of our Facebook videos over the past week or so. Hope you guys enjoy it. Transparency is key, especially when we're talking about a debt settlement program. Uh, you know, everyone knows what a loan is, everyone knows what a credit card is, but understanding what debt settlement is is the number one thing for it to be a successful program for you. Uh, over the past couple days, uh, I've been looking at a lot of reviews for a lot of debt settlement companies just to understand exactly what's being told to people. And uh, I believe a lot of the reviews that are negative could actually have been positive if they completely understood the actual process before getting in. Uh, a lot of these people maybe weren't actual uh, uh, clients for debt settlements. Uh, the process is for someone who's in a financial hardship, and a financial hardship can be defined in many different ways. But what I do is I look at our previous clients and I put them into three different buckets, or they fit into one of these three buckets, if not all of them. Number one, they didn't have any money left over at the end of the month after paying their bills, or they're behind on their bills. Number two, they didn't have any money in savings to pay off their debts or pay towards their debt. Uh, number three, they didn't foresee any increase in income, which paying off debt is practical. You either got to make more income to pay towards the debt, or you got to lower the expenses to uh, pay off the debt, right? So uh, I searched around and uh, I came across a NerdWallet. Um, NerdWallet.com is a place that uh, reviews and gives you information on loans and credit cards and um, uh, they actually wrote an article on the risks of debt settlement that I wanted to go over with you. Uh, they brought up some good points, but I want to point out the points and uh, you know, so you completely understand the process before you decide to enroll into a process like ours, which is debt settlement. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to share my screen with the actual article and go over it with you on my side. So let's take a look here. We're going to do this. And I should be in the middle of the screen now. I should be right there. Okay, perfect. Okay. So... Let's start on the top left-hand side, the risks of debt settlement. Uh, NerdWallet believes that debt settlement should be the last resort for those who are delinquent or struggling to make minimum payments on unsecured debts. Agreed. Um, if you have the ability to uh, you know, pay down your debts, if you have the ability to obtain maybe even a personal loan, if it's at a good interest rate, uh, majority of people that are in a situation of uh, you know, being behind or in, in a situation where they don't have very much money left over at the end of the month after paying their bills, probably aren't going to qualify for a loan to pay off their debt, right? Because their debt to income ratios are high and their debt to credit ratios are high. So uh, I agree with that statement. Uh, this is a process uh, that uh, is a bankruptcy alternative. It allows someone to resolve their debt and get their debt behind them in the next three to five years, depending on their affordability, right? Uh, the risks and drawbacks associated with debt settlement include... Number one, it hurts your credit. Since you're required to stop making payments on outstanding debts to enter into a debt settlement program, late payments will show up on your credit reports and your credit scores will take a significant hit, potentially affecting future applications for credit and even employment. Well, if someone's in a financial hardship, it's inevitable that they're going to fall behind. So saying the debt settlement program hurts your credit is true, but being in a financial hardship is hurting your credit because you're unable to afford to pay your debts, right? So 
Um, that's just inevitable. It's one of those things that uh, is unavoidable when someone's in a financial hardship, unless they have the ability, of course, to make more money or they had money in savings to pay down their debt. Uh, but that's why um, this is a, a little skewed towards the lending side of things because it also says that uh, it's going to potentially affect future applications for credit and even employment. Well, when it comes to credit, our process is to get you out of debt so you don't have to rely on credit anymore, right? The credit card companies will reach out back to you and start to try to get you more credit cards in the future because that's what credit card companies do. The reason why it says you have to stop making payments on outstanding debts is because credit card companies will not negotiate balances on the debts unless you're behind and showing a financial hardship, which of course is being behind on your debt. So uh, what you're doing is you're just using leverage in this case scenario. If you're current on your debts, all the leverage is with the debt, I uh, was with the creditors, right? Because they're not going to do anything. They want you to keep making those minimum payments for the next 15, 20 years. One of the main things that we do is we tell our potential clients and clients to look at their actual uh, credit card statements and you can actually see there's a minimum payment warning and it says by making minimum payments how long it's going to take to pay down the debt. In some cases it's 15, 20, 25 years. So uh, the alternative is staying in the same situation that you're currently in and paying all that interest. Uh, no thank you. A debt settlement process can help you with this situation and of course it's going to affect your credit in the short term and the reality is is we're trying to get you out of, out of the credit situation so you don't have to use credit in the future right um, the second thing that we talk about is success isn't guaranteed successfully resolving all of your debt is partially out of your control some creditors do not negotiate with debt settlement companies and may sell the debt to a third-party collection agency or a debt buyer instead debt settlement companies say they deal with the third parties uh, with a third party and may coach its clients to settle directly with creditors success isn't guaranteed um, when you set up a program and a process you we're using your funds debt settlement companies use your funds to settle your debts right so if you're in a situation where you have a certain payment that's going in to build up your account to settle your debts and you miss that payment, of course, we're not going to be able to settle that debt, right? But the reality is, is that some credit card companies won't settle their debts. The reason is, the majority of the time, the reason is, is that if they, these credit card companies, they, they, they run soft inquiries on your credit, right? Uh, if you ever had a limit brought down to your balance or if you ever had an interest rate go up, it's because they ran your credit and they saw that you're maybe are a higher risk. Maybe your balances are closer to your limits. Maybe you missed a payment on another credit card, right? Credit card companies are trying to eke out as much money out of you as possible if you're in a financial hardship and not willing to work with you unless you're behind on the debts, right? The only times I really see creditors not settle with people is if they were to fall behind on one of their debts and try to settle that debt while they're still paying two or three or four of their other debts, right? Because that credit card company will do that soft inquiry and see that, hey, listen, your other three credit card accounts are getting paid. Why am I not getting paid? I'm not going to settle with you, right? So there's definitely intricacies to this whole process when it says success isn't guaranteed. It, there's some factors that are involved. Number one is your participation into the process to make sure you complete the process. And number two, with the creditors, um, you know, the majority of the time you have to put all your debts into a debt settlement program to show that there is an actual financial hardship. So uh, the next thing that we run over is interest and fees accumulate. Over the period in which you en uh, you've enrolled into debt settlement program, you'll accrue additional interest and late fees on your debt. 
Negotiations simply do not take, oh, sorry, <laughs> I misread there. Negotiations simply do not begin until you've saved enough to make a reasonable offer to creditors, which could take several months. If you fail to stay in the program long enough to complete it, or if the debt settlement company fails to negotiate a settlement, you'll be stuck with the higher balance. The reason why you're in the process and when you fall behind on debts, what creditors do is they add those late fees, right? Um, if you were to get into the debt settlement program, uh, you're falling behind on your debt. Credit card companies are not going to stop the late fees because what happens if you fall out of the program or you just decide that you don't want to pay the credit cards, right? They have the ability to go after their money. Now, when it says um, uh, negotiations simply do not begin until you save enough to make a reasonable offer to the creditors, it's true. Uh, usually you got to save about 20 to 25 percent of the balance of the creditor to start the negotiation process. Uh, this is all done in a build-up phase, which there's a four-phase process, the debt settlements, which we created a video and I'll tell you about it later. Um, you have to build up funds in a separate account to actually start the process of debt negotiation. These are payments that are going to be significantly lower than what you're currently paying towards your minimums in most cases. But the reality is, is that credit card companies are not going to want to negotiate with someone who has no money or a company who has no money to help them out. It's just a waste of time. Debt settlement companies reach out to the creditors once you enroll into the process to let them know that you're in a financial hardship program. And then once you accumulate funds to actually negotiate, then reach out to do the negotiation process. So that is a true statement. Uh, but when you talk about the interest and fees accumulate, uh, debt settlement companies negotiate on the balance enrolled, and that's what we deal with just as long as you stay in the program and the process. Uh, it's something that definitely is successful for you, just as long as you are a participant in the actual program and keep the payments up, okay? So let's go here. I think that I maybe have to put my face somewhere else. Hold on real quick. I'm going to put myself over here now. Okay. Let's minimize that. Okay. So let's talk about the next risk of debt settlement. You still, or you may still hear from debt collectors. Because you stop paying your accounts, I'm down here on the bottom left, you may receive aggressive collection attempts or even lawsuits from your creditors up to the top right. Debt settlement companies encourage clients to direct all creditor communications to the company. Uh, those are all true statements, right? So when you're in the situation of debt settlement and you stop paying your creditors, now the credit card companies want to get you back on the minimum payment cycle. They have collection companies and they're designed and they're taught and trained uh, in psychology techniques to make you feel bad about owing the debt. So when they call you on the phone, Number one, you don't have to answer it, but if you do answer it, uh, the key here, of course, is to let them know that you're in a debt settlement process and to contact the debt settlement company, which you can see we just read on the top right-hand uh, side of the screen. That is true. Uh, credit card companies have the ability and want to get their money and get their, their payments, right? It goes back to earlier, we were talking about the soft inquiries on the credit. So if credit card companies are doing these soft inquiries and checking your credit when you're behind, and then notice the majority of your debt is behind, that constitutes and they feel that you're in a financial hardship. Now you're in a program to pay it off. We deal with the creditors on a daily basis. This is why I don't understand some of this. If this program didn't work, it wouldn't be around. <laughs> it would it would be gone. Like there, you know, in 2007, 2008, the government sets uh, you know certain guidelines that debt settlement companies have to actually go uh, follow. And one of them is you can't take any service fees which a normal debt settlement company will charge anywhere between 18 and 25% of your total enrolled debt 
but you can't take any of those service fees until you actually provide results. So it'd be a waste of time on a debt settlement company's side to enroll debts into a program and not settle them because we wouldn't get paid, right? It has to make sense. We do not get paid until accounts are settled. We're on your side, we're advocates for you, we're against the credit card companies. We deal with them on a daily basis with millions and millions of dollars and thousands and hundreds of thousands of accounts, right? Debt settlement is for someone in a financial hardship. I'll say that a million times over this. It's for someone in a financial hardship. It's not for someone who can afford to pay their bills, who's okay, who's not struggling. There's so many other options, which we're going to go over in a second, that are out there for that person. So um, let's move on to the next thing. Forgiven debt may be taxed. I'm over here on the top right-hand side. Because the IRS considers forgiven debt as taxable income, it's possible you'll owe taxes on the amount of debt you no longer had to pay after settling. Some creditors will send a cancellation of debt form or a 1099. Once, uh, one exception, as if, uh, if you're insolvent, uh, you have more liabilities and assets, which the majority of the people that we deal with do, uh, at the time you settle the debts with your creditors, right? You wanna talk to a tax professional. I'm not a tax professional, but I do know uh, there's an IRS form 982, it's called an insolvency clause, right? Which allows you, to, you know, we don't have to pay the actual tax on the debt of the forgiven income. And let me explain that so this is understandable. Let's say you have a $10,000 account and we settle that account for $4,000. Let's just say it's for $3,000. We have an additional $2,500, which save us a 25% uh, service fee in service fees. So that amount then is now $5,500, right? There's a difference there of about four to five thousand dollars that is on the settled debt amount. Let's say six thousand dollars. Actually, if it's a three thousand, it's seven thousand dollars, right? You receive a ten ninety nine from that creditor, right? You pay if you're in a situation of solvency where your assets outweigh your liabilities, you would have to pay taxes on that seven thousand dollars, which is your tax, whatever your tax bracket is. So you probably say thirty percent, right? So uh, you'd have to pay twenty one hundred dollars in actual taxes. The reality is, is you're getting out of debt in three to four years, okay? You just paid $5,500 to settle a $10,000 account. If you had to pay the taxes, you're adding the $2,100 on there. You're paying $7,600 to settle that $10,000 account. So there's a savings, number one, but it's a savings of time also. You're not, if you're in a situation of a financial hardship and you're just making minimum payments, it would take you 15 years to pay down the debt. You just got rid of that debt in three to four years and now you don't have to worry about it anymore. So um, majority of time, uh, we're dealing with people who are insolvent, which we go back to uh, that form 982 with the IRS, contact your tax professional when you actually receive that. The majority of time, you don't have to pay the taxes on that debt. Now you just paid only $5,500 to settle that $10,000 debt. So this process is made for someone, again, who's in a financial hardship, who's having a difficult time making payments to their creditors, or maybe behind on their creditors, uh, doesn't want to go through a bankruptcy or can't qualify for a bankruptcy because sometimes you can't qualify because of income uh, for Chapter 7 bankruptcies. So it also talks about here uh, the different options, debt settlement versus other options, which I want to go over with you too because there are other options that are out there for someone in a financial hardship, sort of. Okay, uh, Consider debt settlement only after you've exhausted all other options, including a debt management plan, which is credit counseling. 
Uh, this is a better option for someone who has a steady income to repay credit card debt within three to five years. You'll pay a nonprofit credit counseling agency to consolidate your debts into one monthly payment at a reduced interest rate. Um, that's sort of true. Um, uh, most debt management plans and credit counseling companies are sponsored and paid for by the credit card companies. And what they're doing is they're lowering your interest rates and getting you into usually a 60-month program to pay off all your debt. If you decide to go that route, realize you're paying all of your debt plus the interest. So the minimum payment that you're currently paying towards the debts is going to be very similar to this debt management plan program payment. So if you're having a difficult time making minimum payments, this program is not for you because it doesn't give you any payment relief whatsoever. Okay. Uh, it does show uh, on your credit. It doesn't have delinquency on your credit, but it shows that you're in a credit counseling program. So technically it puts a freeze on your credit for four or five years. I'm not too worried about that because the whole thing about uh, you know debt relief programs is to get you out of debt, not to get you back into more debt, right? Um, but the reality is, is if we compare them, uh, more payment relief with debt settlements, uh, debt management plan, there isn't any payment relief, but you don't have any of the you know phone calls from the creditors and things like that. But the majority of time, we talk to a lot of people who are in debt management programs and they just can't afford the payment. So um, the next thing we have is a debt consolidation loan. Uh, with this option, you'll transfer multiple debts into one new debt via a balance transfer credit card, a debt consolidation loan, home equity loan, or a 401k loan. The new debt should carry a lower interest rate than your old debts, potentially helping you pay the debt off faster. Great. This is awesome. This is awesome for people who have 401ks. Really, you shouldn't be using your 401k to pay off your debt, but a lot of people don't have 401ks. Home equity loans, that... Uh, that uh, makes you think, okay, you have to have a home to have a home equity loan. Again, the reality is, is if you have these abilities to do these things, you should be doing these things, right? A debt consolidation loan is for someone who's in a situation that has good credit, that has good debt to income ratios, usually about 30%, meaning all your debts are equate to 30% of your income, okay? And debt to credit ratios, which means that you shouldn't be maxed out on your credit cards, which Again, if someone's in, not in a financial hardship, they need to look at these other options, which is that debt consolidation option, okay? And then you also have bankruptcy. Bankruptcy can resolve your debt under protection of federal court, and it'll erase most debts in three to six months. If you're delinquent on debt, it'll stop all the calls from the collectors and the lawsuits against you. It's so funny, it just says the lawsuits against you like this is gonna normally happen. Lawsuits from a credit card company are very, very rare. Uh, especially if you're in a financial hardship, they, they realize that you know they'll 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 re they'll settle the debts so they can get paid on the debts, and then they'll just write off the rest of it and move on, and probably send you a, a new offer for a credit card in a couple months. But that's crazy. Uh, your credit will take a hit, as with debt settlement, but research shows credit scores tend to rebound within a year. So all this article from Nerd Wallet is based on you getting yourself. Uh, back on track to start using your credit again. Debt settlement isn't that option. Debt settlement's an option to get out of debt so you can actually use the funds and the money that you're making on a monthly basis to live on, uh, save, and start investing in the future, right? You will be able to use your credit again. There's no doubt about it. But we don't want you to go right back into credit card debt. This is what bankruptcy does. This is what all these other plans do is it rebounds you to the point where you, you don't really fix the problem uh, in majority of time is a spending problem, right? So 
I really appreciate you looking over this. Let me see if there's something else on this other side that uh, we want to go over. Oh yeah, perfect. Also, let me move myself out of here. I, I'm not sure if I'm in the way of this. Nope, I'm not. I'll be right under there. Okay, perfect. And then do-it-yourself debt settlement is another option that NerdWallet um, suggests. You can pick up the phone, call your creditors, and negotiate with them yourself. Uh, as with using a debt settlement company, success isn't guaranteed, but it could save you time and money. I would say money. It could save you money. The reality is, is that you have to, ha you know, take the emotion out of it because credit card companies are, <laughs> you're, deal you're dealing with people that are psychologically going to make you feel terrible for not paying your debt or owing money and putting you into a situation where you feel that you should give them a better deal. The reality is we take the emotion out of everything. When you're talking with a debt settlement company, we get better deals, better offers. Um, but that being said, you can do it on your own. Uh, we actually have a video on our Facebook uh, at Smart Debt Relief and also with Chris Cup, uh, where it shows the exactly the do-it-yourself debt settlement option. Um, follow that framework. You could follow the framework of uh, the video that I'm about to show you in a second or I'm about to lead you to uh, that helps you get out of debt, uh, doing it on your own. So um, I want to leave off and conclude with this. We created a video that shows our process on our site. It's on a website at www.getoutofdebtnow.com. Uh, you can watch that video, see if this is an option or a process that you feel can actually help you. Uh, you'll be able to book an appointment with a team member at that point, uh, at the time and date of your choice. Um, and you know, hopefully that we can help you out. Uh, I hope this uh, video really helped you out. Uh, maybe answer some questions for you to go over the cons of debt settlement, which are usually just the cons of being in the financial hardship. This process quickens that whole program up or that process up for you to get you back at on your feet and, uh, you know, living off your income again. So hope you guys have a good rest of the day. Thank you very much. If you're liking these Smart Debt Relief podcasts, do us the biggest favor and subscribe. Give us five stars. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. We would really appreciate it. Thank you very much and hope you guys have a great rest of your day.